0: last year in Las Vegas, where my racing career began, I sat in front of many of you, and it was one of the toughest and hardest things I've ever had to do in my racing career, and that was to talk about not being behind the wheel of a race car. After decades spent at a racetrack with helmet in hand, preparing to compete, I was forced to take a step back and focus on my health. While stepping away from full-time racing for the 2023 season, it's been difficult, but it has provided me with a different perspective and more time to continue focusing on my recuperation and reflect on all that the sport has given me and all that I still have left to give back to it. Uh, Racing at NASCAR's highest level requires every last bit of focus, heart, stamina, and determination. And I know right now I can't give what is required to compete at that level week in and week out. So I'm officially announcing my retirement from NASCAR Cup Series competition. Over the last several months, being out of the car, I've appreciated the opportunity to remain actively involved with 2311, Monster Energy, and the Toyota Racing Family. And as I can do all that I can to continue and I want to do all I can to continue making this race team one of the best in motorsports. I guess it's fitting that at age 45, my 23 years as a full-time driver in NASCAR would culminate in working with 2311 to impart the knowledge I have for our drivers and our team. And as I transition out of the driver's seat, I can't help but feel incredibly blessed to have spent the amount of time I did as a driver in NASCAR. And I could never have imagined it growing up as a blue-collar kid from Las Vegas. So many people have been part of my journey. I wanna thank the fans, my family, friends, sponsors, and team members. Thanks to everyone who has taught me the different things around the motorsports world and also for those who have had to put up with me. But, and then I wanna just thank again, everyone that continues to push me to strive for success in this sport. It's time for a new journey and I'm excited to get it started. Jerry Jordan, kickinthetires.net. You talk about this journey. Can you explain what that journey looks like at this point in time, and you know what, what does the future hold for Kurt Bush? Yeah, it's, it's difficult to know which avenues will lead to what here in the short-term future. Um, still wanting to get doctor approval and to get cleared, that's the first step. That's what I need to do personally. Then we'll have opportunities to talk to different motorsports teams, different sponsors, and doing other races. Uh, But the perspective and taking a a little step back from being in the car every week, the most joy that I've found is that everything has slowed down for me to help analyze the data, to give advice to Bubba, and to give advice to Tyler, the engineering staff, the team members at 2311. It's really neat having all of this current knowledge and having the opportunity to be able to digest it and and to give back to this team. So that's, that's the short term goal. And one more going into this decision, obviously it's very emotional for you and obviously your fans, your family. Can you talk about how you came to this culmination and what the timing and everything to, to tell us? Yeah. Again, it's not one moment that's, that's led to this. It's, it's a few different factors And my body is just having a battle with father time. Um, I've had arthritis ever since I can remember. Uh, My gout has flared up so much that I can barely walk on some days, uh, just pushing to get through physical therapy and to continue the workouts. Uh, I remember last summer, I was trying to not show that emotion and I barely could even walk to the car at Dover uh, because I had to have some shots pre-race just so that I could move my knee and move my feet. Those are those moments where things were starting to add up before uh, things happened at, at Pocono. So father time, I'm 45 years old, I'm very happy, complacent, and there's nothing that I look back on and regret about having this opportunity at the top level of NASCAR.
1: All right, we'll go to Bob and then Chris.
0: Uh, Bob Packers, Fox Sports. Uh, you've said previously that 90 to 95% of your life is normal, but when it's when your heart rate gets elevated is where things is when you've had difficulty is that still the case it's not as bad as it was uh, last summer last fall Uh, i genuinely feel good about the improvements uh, throughout call it three months at a time and then we'll push harder uh, to find other things to help with my vestibular movements and to balance out my core strength so that way um, you know everything is stronger within my system to be able to react at top level speed
1: Hey Kurt, uh, Chris Gollum with News Daytona Beach. Um, first of all, congratulations on a remarkable career. Um, and so you, your your crash that was ultimately the last time you were in the Cup car in qualifying at Pocono, that came amidst uh, a series of crashes in the Next Gen car that caused some some head injuries. So I was wondering if you've had the chance to observe some of the efforts NASCAR has made to kind of improve that, and um, what do you think about the future of preventing head injuries? in the Cup Series going forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is kind of a Hollywood story ending, so to speak. on going for pole in in your last race, you know, going out on top. And, yes, I I think that NASCAR is is doing all the right things to improve the safety of the car and made quick prompt changes um, after collecting data on my incident and many others. And it's always something in life where you're trying to improve things and make it better for everyone. And I think NASCAR, the team's... And the collaboration that I see between uh, the the DAC, uh, the RTA, NASCAR, uh, everybody's moving in the right direction.
1: All right, we'll go to Claire and then Lee Spencer. Claire B. Lang, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. Uh, It's pretty moving to look around this room and see Steve O'Donnell and Mike Helton and... Uh, Toyota Racing Development, and David Wilson, and your team, and your brother back here, who came early, by the way, to make sure he was here on time. But what does all this mean to you as far as the feeling you get from the many years you've put into it and the people that are here supporting you in this announcement?
0: I said it wasn't going to get emotional. There you go, Claire. Thanks. (laughs) Sorry. No, thank you to, to everyone. Um, I was texting Mike Helton earlier this week, and I said to him, I didn't really think I was going to get out of 2002 with as many arguments as we've had. And you know, everyone that's in the room, thank you. Um, whether it's the sport, our manufacturer, our sponsors, um, you know, thank you, Mitch Covington. You stood behind me um, back in 2012 and said, we will support you. We will sponsor you, Kurt. And it's been an amazing uh, journey with you guys. And to say that you've been with a sponsor for over a decade, uh, we're getting close to for 12 years now, uh, That's that's been an amazing friendship. Anytime I reference Monster Energy, it's like I work for the company and I'm trying to do all, all I can to help move product and to create that lifestyle and a canned feel. And so thank you to the team. Thank you, guys. You know, there's, there's plenty of stories and fun and wins and losses. Uh, but thank you to, to NASCAR. Uh you know, for, for giving me a fair shake at this. Uh, there's a bunch of cool trophies at the house, lots of memories, and I hope to give back in all the ways that I can moving forward.
1: And one follow-up. It's obvious you're a gifted race car driver, but yeah, I've stood out on Pit Road to watch you work with the team, and it's real easy to see what they take from you. I've seen you put sticky notes in the... A motor coach where you're putting down tire codes and things like that what what is it that you have and what have you found with the team in particular because I think there's a lot you can give back maybe maybe even more than what you gave as a driver what what is that and what reward do you get from it
0: I think the foundation that my dad Tom instilled in Kyle and I from the very beginning about race cars and working on them and understanding every element about the car even before you drive it um that, that was a key factor. And then when my dad was putting so much time and money towards our racing, uh, he's working 80 hours a week. We're going to the racetrack every weekend. And when I started to click, and it started to click for me, and I started to win races, I, I just wanted his job to be easier. I mean, he's my crew chief. He's my car owner. He's a sponsor. He's everything. And I wanted to communicate to him clearly how the car was handling And I think that's something that I took with me to every race team was just trying to be clear, precise, and help them do their job but also make their job easier for them. And I think that's why I had so much success at all the different race teams.
1: We'll go to Lee. Lee LeeSpencerCatchFence.com. So you talked that you eventually want to get back into some form of racing. What is it going to take? What does your PT, what have you, look like to reach or attain that goal?
0: Yeah, I keep pushing uh, with with the physical therapy, the workouts, um, you know, doctor visits, tests, and there is no timeline. I just know I need to feel from right here that I am good and look the doctor in the eye, and he'll tell me that I'm good to go. And it, again, I'll just that was the struggle mentally, emotionally, the the push last summer to try to get back for the playoffs, and I wasn't able to make it. That was the toughest one. Now, everything's settling in, and and, uh, whether I drive again or not, there's so many more things for me to do, and there's no real timeline.
1: And when you look back, you know, you talk about being that blue kid from Las Vegas, but when you look at what you've accomplished, whether it's the wins, the championship, um, winning the Daytona 500, you know, can you just talk about the evolution from that, you know, kid that showed up at Roush Fenway, you know, so many years ago to where you are now?
0: Yeah, being able to win in all of NASCAR's divisions, you know, the, the, the ladder system of a hobby stock, you know, a late model, you know, Southwest tour cars, trucks, uh, went straight to cup then came back and did a few races in Xfinity, you know, and to have all the wins at all the different style tracks. I, I wanted to be a driver that fans could always count on for a good solid run each day, each weekend whether it's up in New England, uh, you know, those New Englanders embraced me after Ricky Craven and my finish at Darlington. You know, the, the Midwesterners and the, the big push in Chicago and Kansas and Texas, I always just wanted to give them, you know, somebody to root for that they could always count on because I'm pretty much just like them. I'm a blue collar worker that got an opportunity to do something really cool and that's, um, that's that racer racer in me that was able to win 19 different years. Um, if I could have snuck that win in at, at Sonoma with James Finch's car at Phoenix Racing, the rear end was falling out of it, but, and I cannot believe we didn't win at Furniture Row. That's one thing i look back on. We had nine outside poles, but we could not finish the race at the end. That would have been 21 straight years, 22 straight years of winning. And I think that would be um, more so than, than Richard Petty's record. So just missed out on a couple but it's nothing that I really get stuck on too much. Um, And, you know, I was going for my own little stat because I was a baseball guy. I was trying to create this little thing called a 30-30 club, which is 30 wins and 30 polls. And I think there's only a few select drivers that fit in that category. And I came up just a little short, and maybe that was my improper motivation at Pocono, trying to go for poll, but you always got to have goals. You always got to push yourself, and I want to continue to do that with my team, sponsors, and everybody. And I, I thank you all as, as a family here, because um, you've, you've helped me grow quite a bit since that, the blue-collar kid got out of Vegas.
1: All right, we're gonna go right there to the left. Mike Brodsky, Florida National News. Uh, Kurt, as you reflect back on your memories, being here at Daytona, what are your greatest memories of uh, both being a driver as well as a fan?
0: Um, you know, as a driver, I got to race here in the trucks. And finished second, my first ever race here. Uh, I wrecked about 15 times, but somehow kept the fenders on it and finished second. Ran IROC cars here. I've been in the 24-hour race here and finished podium. I finished second three times, 2003, 2005, 2008. My teammate Ryan Newman got in my way, and so I had to push him. And I never was angry at the track, though. Like, there was so many second-place finishes and, and wrecks and, and frustration moments. I was like, you know what, the track, maybe I'll win here one day. And I was able, able to have that opportunity in 2017. So it's a, it's a special place. Here, Charlotte, D- Darlington, Bristol, Vegas, you know, those are, those are my top five. But Daytona is, is our crown jewel yeah, you know, Motorsports NASCAR event, the Daytona Five hundred, and I'm happy that I have the Harley Jaro. Congratulations. Do we,
1: ha- Do we have any questions in the press box?
0: No questions in the press box.
1: Do we have any final questions down here right up here? Deb Williams, out of week. Kurt, as you continue your recovery and and work to hopefully one day get back in the car, just to clarify something, will you continue to work with 2311 in a, an advisory role or, or helping with that team?
0: Yes, as long as they'll allow me. <laughs> uh, I made up my official title this year. I was called CFD. Um, it's Coefficient of Drag, really. That's what CFD stands for, but I, I, I renicknamed it Captain of the Fund Department. Uh, so that's been a good role. And then as of late, though, I revised it. I want to become slightly more professional within the group. So I've named myself CVO, Chief Vision Officer. <laughs> of course, it, whatever it means, whatever it means. But I enjoy working with all the departments and being that extra set of eyes and helping our team advance so that we can win more races, be more competitive, and have shots at winning championships because that's the person who I am and I want to give back to our team. Thank you, and thank you for your wonderful career. Thank you. Appreciate it, everybody. All right, thank
1: you.